This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Help me, just the black and white, yes or no, up or down, right or wrong. What was yesterday's result, good or bad? I need black or white. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's all bad. Ooh. All of it was bad. Man. Uh, I mean, I, here's, here's the thing. Like, you, you go in, um, you go into the game, and if you'd said, hey, you're you're guaranteed a point, maybe you take it. But, the, you know, they they had the lead. They were dominating the game. They, they didn't make uh, any changes to – counteract what Wales did in the second half and they ended up losing a point. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's all bad. Uh, after the first half, were you feeling good? And what did, what should they have done in the second half? Uh, let's get a little soccer uh, tactician here. What should they have done? So I, it, this is kind of my issue with, with Berhalter in, in general is that I think he coached that game yesterday. Like it was a qualifying game, right? Like you've got months and months to qualify and, you know, if you get a point, that's good because it's not a loss. Like, you're at least getting something out of it. Right. But the uh, it, it's the World Cup. You've got three group games that you you have to get results out of, and they had three points in their pocket, and they didn't do everything they needed to do to protect it. Um, Pol- I, I'm sorry, I'm talking Poland. I'm watching Poland-Mexico right now. <laughs> uh, you know, Wales started going really direct and kind of bypassing the midfield, and, and we had um, we had our, our midfield stacked up, and it was just kind of playing over the top of that. And so they, we didn't have the possession that we did in the first half because of it. Um, and that, that's what disappointed me the most is it didn't feel like the team understood that they had to win that game. Yeah. Um, because now you're talking about trying to advance out of the group. Uh, I I don't think they're good enough to beat England. So now it's a matter of beating Iran by more than Wales beats Iran and then hoping that Wales doesn't get a result out of the England game, which seems like the most obvious thing ever is that Wales is going to do something crazy in that game and and get a point out of it, and that would be uh, disastrous for us. So I don't like our chances um, after what happened yesterday, especially because they, they should have had all three points. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like if you win, if they win that game, your your odds of making the knockout round. I, I don't know if you're going on on exact percentages, but like all of a sudden you're you're in very 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 good position to make the knockout round. Correct? Yeah, I think, I think they even mentioned it yesterday. It was something like eighty plus percent of the time, if a team wins their first match, they go through to the knockouts, and then it was uh, with the tie, it was like fifty four percent. So. Um, you know, they've, they've still got you know, favorable odds, but so does Wales. And so I don't, yeah, how, how does that work out uh, mathematically? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was a big let off to, uh, to let Wales back in that game on, again, a completely unnecessary challenge. That was definitely a penalty. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you just have to see that result out, and they didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, ben Swain joining us. Follow him on Twitter at the Ben Swain outside of team USA, which I assume you're pulling for, uh, what, what's a team that either you like the most or are the most entertaining to watch? I'm excited to see, this is completely selfish because I am a Liverpool fan. So I'm excited to see Uruguay. Um, I, I think Darwin Nunez is an exciting player and, and, uh, and, and he's got a chance to do some things, uh, in the world cup to kind of raise his status and, 
Luis Suarez, he's, um, you know, everybody knows him for uh, biting. Sure, dudes, sure. Even I know him. Yeah, it's a fun thing to be known for. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that's an exciting team that's kind of outside of that top group of uh, of teams that can make some noise. I don't think they're going to win, um, but I think they could make a run, and they might be fun and exciting to watch. So that's who I'm uh, looking forward to seeing play. It's like Suarez and Marv Albert are like the people known for biting people. That's, <laughs> exactly. So, and that's exactly. I mean, it's a cool club. I'd like to hang out with, the, with either of those guys. Uh, and... Um, what 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 do you put the U.S. chances against England? And, and or is there something that you would like to see them do? Uh, obviously, uh, I've heard that this is not a uh, supposed to be England's best squad. But usually, going into the World Cup, sight unseen, you'll take the England side over the U.S. anytime. Uh, what do you think about uh, Friday's matchup? I I don't like it because I think what they're going to need to do is they're going to need to play really defensive and try to um, just keep them from scoring which they couldn't do against Wales. And so if you can't do that against Wales, how are you going to do that against England? Uh, and, and I'm already mad about Harry Kane diving and uh, <laughs> getting every every possible call that he can get uh, against us. And then uh, the other question is, like, you have to beat Iran. Like, there's no way around yes. it. You have to beat Iran. So do you sit Weston McKinney and, you know, do you sit Serginio Dest against, uh, against England because they both got yellow cards yesterday. And so if they get another one, then they're out for the next game. Um, you know, so we may not even have our, our best 11 out there uh, against England, which makes it even less of a, uh, a, a fun task ahead of us. I'm, I'm hopeful. I know I'm sounding overly negative, but no. they needed to win that game yesterday. No, I, I felt it too. It, it was, it was, I feel like it's the nice thing that everybody's saying to each other after, uh, you know, like, oh, you get a point. That's points are good. It's better than not getting a point. But it just, it was a great goal, a, a mostly great first half. I thought they got a little caught up. I was fine with being aggressive. And even if not all those yellows were right, I thought they got a little too caught up in it. But when they weren't caught up in it, they were making good plays. And so there was every reason to be hopeful that they might add to it in the second half or at least control the ball on the the way they did in the first half to make it mu- that much harder for Wales to score. So I am with you in that it felt like a pretty deflating uh, change from from uh, from the win to the tie. Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-843. 0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Um, 100%. 100%. All right. Uh, follow him on Twitter at the Ben Swain. We call, call him the funniest man in FIFA and also the funniest man in the ACC. There are there are holdouts, Swain. I've been calling them World Cup Scrooges. And I even admittedly, like I was having a little bit harder time. There's other things going on, holidays, sports, whatever. But as soon as I... You know, went to a, a a bar with a bunch of people yesterday, and the first goal was scored. Even before the first goal was scored, like the first good chance, and there was that collective. Ah, ah, ah. You're like, all right, all right, I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm ready for the World Cup. I'll be watching these games now. Um, there are still people out there. 
you know, stupid, stubborn Americans who refuse to get in the fun of the World Cup, and they need a little. Actually, not all of them are, are stupid Americans. Some are like me that just need a little help embracing a sport that they don't spend enough time watching. So, a lot of folks in this area are college sports fans. Can you give us some World Cup? American college sports comparisons to help us better understand some of the teams and players uh, in this year's World Cup. Yeah, hopefully this will help you talk like more intelligently about the World Cup yeah, as, okay. as a casual fan. So the easiest one, and this is, isn't really a comparison because the U.S. coach, Greg Berhalter, he did play at UNC, so he is a Tar Heel, uh, and he's giving everyone the full Tar Heel fan experience at the World Cup. So, number one, uh, Gio Reyna is one of our best midfielders, and he, and he sat yesterday. He did not play yesterday. <laughs> I'm assuming to keep him from NBA scouts is, is what I'm assuming is sure. that uh, Greg Berhalter wants Gio to come back for all four years and not go pro. Sure. That's why he sat yesterday. And then, ultimately, like we, we spent all that time talking about if the U.S. advances and wins. We don't care as long as Mexico doesn't. So, as long as our <laughs> rival doesn't win – uh, it's a it's a success for us, so it's the uh, the, the full Tar Heel experience there. Um, if you're not familiar with how teams qualify for the World Cup, they qualify by geographic groups, and UEFA is the European qualifying group, right? Like ours is CONCACAF, North America, Central America. Sure. UEFA is Europe, and uh, here's how those teams did over the last five matches going into the World Cup. So Germany was two one and two, Belgium two two and one. France, one, two, and two. And then England, which we're already talking about, like we're scared about, they were one, two, and two in their last five. I know where this is going. World Cup. Still eight of the top ten betting favorites to win the World Cup are from Europe. So it's, it's that SEC meat, <laughs> meat grinder vibe, right? So basically, like, Netherlands can go out and lose 63-38 to 38 to South Carolina and still be in the playoff. But the U.S. goes out and ties Wales – which is from where, Hayes? Where's Wales? It's in Europe. <laughs> That's and right. Then, and then we just get the, you know, Wales just wasn't motivated to play a non-conference. <laughs> you know, and, and so uh, it, clearly CONCACAF needs a Paul Feinbaum type uh, talking head to, 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 to carry the torch for, for our qualifying group. 100%. Um, so that's another thing you can talk about. And then actually speaking of Alexi Lawless yesterday, because um, he's that guy, right? Like everybody, Alexi Lawless is the guy that's He's the fine bomb, sure. The, the funniest thing that I heard yesterday uh, was in the pregame to the U.S. US, the US game. Alexi Lawless is standing beside Clint Dempsey and Landon Donovan, which again, if you're a casual fan, you have heard of both of those two guys, yeah. right? And he starts his sentence off with, hey guys, at one point all of us starred in a World Cup. <laughs> which is uh, so hilariously wrong. Like, Dempsey and Donovan are absolutely legit stars at the World Cup. Lawless played on the 1994 World Cup team, which was a famous team, right? But what's he best known for? His hair. Yeah, he's best known for and Not just his hair, but the time, right? Like right. Being a, being a shaggy-haired, red-headed yes. dude back when Spin Doctors was hot and they were getting, like, Rolling Stone covers. <laughs> yes. That's what he's famous for. Yes. Um, and so I, I looked up Alexi Wallace, and I found two quick questions. I want to throw it back to you, a little trivia trivia nuggets here. Do you know who was an original member of the Spin Doctors before they blew up? And I'll give you a hint. The original band included a harmonics. Uh, is it um, the guy from um, 
John Popper? Yeah, John Popper. Yes. John Popper was in Spin Doctors before they blew up. And uh, he obviously went on to, uh, to to do Blues Traveler, which is pretty cool. The second nugget that I found out about like, Alexi Lawless is, do you know where he went to high school? And I'll give you another hint. His high school is located in Bloomfield, Michigan, which is just outside of Detroit, and it is indeed a private school. <laughs> did, did, he go, did he go to Cranbrook? He went to Cranbrook. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi Lawless with the crane book with Papa Doc. And uh, so th- th- I found out there's two things about Alexi Lawless when I was looking him up today, which is amazing. I just want, I want to uh, see, I want to see Alexi Lawless's face when he was in the theater watching eight mile and he is just jacked up at B rabbit <laughs> going off. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, wait a minute, man. That's not cool, man. That's not cool. I, I went to that school. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a private school, man. What's up? So Alexi Lawless is out here claiming to be a, a World Cup star, and he went to Cranebrook. Oh, oh, man. Come on. You went to uh, Cranebrook's the, the private last school. One, just for all ACC fans to really embrace the World Cup, uh, I'm, I'm watching Mexico-Poland right now. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. You, you do not have to let people go unchecked when they tell you the most boring 0-0 zero, zero draw is actually a great game. Just like you do not have to go un, let it go unchecked but people tell you Virginia basketball is fun to watch. <laughs> you do not have to subscribe to that thought. Don't fall into that trap. Uh, you can be a knowledgeable fan and say, no, this game sucks, and be confident in that. You're not just a soccer hater if you say a 0-0 game sucks, if they're not uh, if they're not doing a good job of making it fun. Absolutely. Uh, the Ben Swain making us smarter, more informed soccer fans, and uh, hopefully he'll, he'll be, have more to be cheery about after the game against England. A tie against England would be great, right? If you get the tie against England, you're back to being somewhat sunny, correct? Correct, yeah. If we, if we draw against England, it's the same as beating Wales, in my opinion. So gotcha. we're, 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 we're perfect if we can get that done. Makes sense. Follow him on Twitter at the Ben Swain and at Sports Channel 8. You can always check out his jokes on jokes on jokes on jokes. Uh, Swain, we'll talk to you soon, my man. Have a good Thanksgiving. See you. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.